0: welcome to a new episode of the mark rose podcast i am overtly incredibly excited to have my next guest Lacey phillips on the podcast for you those of you that do not know her she has is the founder of the brand to be magnetic who doesn't want to be magnetic right And also I was I had such a pleasure being on your podcast, Expanded. So if you guys haven't checked out her podcast, Expanded. It is just absolutely wonderful. It's fun. And last but not least, the title, which I love your title. I invented my own title, which was human, you know, is human connection specialist. And I love your title, a manifestation advisor.
1: Oh yeah. It was the only like I hate coach and all those things, and I didn't really they don't really do that. So advisor, it's like having a financial advisor, you get to choose, but I can advise you on what to do.
0: Isn't that nice too? Cause then you're not pocketed into what type of advising you're supposed to do, what kind of manifesting they might be trying to do. So in the context of that, is it like how you manifest one thing is how you manifest everything?
1: Well, a lot of them are quite connected. Like there is generally one specific formula that is pretty solid that I I discovered pretty young around 28. And that is pretty much the steps in it are pretty much variables that you're going to use through any process. But it's really fascinating because when it comes to something like love and money, for instance, which I know your crowd is really engaged in love, they're actually directly connected. So usually where you're blocked in one, you're blocking the other, which we both know all comes down to self-worth. And for me, I believe it really comes down to self-worth on the subconscious level. So everything we picked up from the ages of zero to 25, if I'm being generous, but like 14, (laughs) here's an imprintation.
0: Be generous, be generous.
1: Yeah, be generous, 25. And I mean, we're always creating new neural pathways, you know, through neuroplasticity, but essentially what we imprinted from those ages is what is controlling our subconscious mind. And that's what we're projecting from to manifest where, I really went down the rabbit hole of manifestation at a very young age because I came to LA to be an actor and model. Like I think everybody who's here.
0: <laughs> if I moved there, I would have saw those things. I think you just have to, if
1: you-, you know, like it's sort of the, you know, all the reasons I was doing it were wrong, but uh, it was really beautiful because I was so poor and broke that my mom always had a family intuitive. She's pretty witchy and This intuitive said, read this particular book, follow it to a T and everything you want will manifest. And I totally listened to her because I was so broke. And I followed all the things, all the things we're familiar with, like think positive, you know, visualize, get into the vortex, pretend to be what you want to be. And all those superstitions that I call new age rhetoric.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I like that word. New age rhetoric. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's totally what I, I see it to be. And not much was materializing little things would happen, but not big results. And it sort of led me down the rabbit hole of like the secret and the Hicks books and all the things of people who have been down that rabbit hole are familiar with. But around 25, I started to notice that I would manifest really big kismet things, things like partners down to long blonde surfer hair and a Parisian mom, like really crazy specific stuff. (laughs) That's very specific. That is. You know, like a crazy apartment for $300 in the Echo Park Hills. I'd be like finding something like that in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It was really unheard of all the things on my list and so I decided to drop all of the stuff I've ever learned before and follow and watch what I do when that always results in what I want. And that was about a 5-year process and through that I realized some really key things that a we don't manifest from our thoughts. That's what a lot of that's what we're led to believe and I like to say about that that we're just not that powerful. I mean, we think in polarity all day long. It's like, I'm great. I suck. This person sucks. Mm -hmm. Like we uh,
0: oscillate between the two, you mean?
1: Oh yeah. Like like we're not
0: ever really that consistent with positive thought.
1: Exactly. Especially in the subconscious plane. And, and so I was like, well, that's not accurate, you know? And, um, and so I realized that we actually manifest from our subconscious. And it was before I had really like you know, dove down the world of understanding psychology a little bit more um, through research, but I was just sort of getting those downloads is the best way to put it. And a lot of other things fell into place where I realized it has nothing. Manifestation has zero to do with positivity, zero. The energetic of magnetism all comes down to self-worth, how worthy mm. and deserving we are. for what we I do so life. agree
0: with that. And that, I, I guess, before we get into like, Because for the people listening, we're going to talk about how to manifest your relationship. And obviously, there's some sort of sync there, which I can't wait to hear about with money. So those are sort of two things. You get the partner and the dollars. So then I'm wondering, just so for sake of the cynics, right? Because I feel like we always have to catch the people in that cynical space of like, oh, manifesting. Oh my God, here we go again. Like you imagine a red bike, you're going to get a red bike. You know, like the, my brother, I remember he's like, I'm not watching that secret. This is such stupid shit. Absolutely. And, and so like, can you explain a, wit, a, a bit what manifesting is and then how it is actually correlated? Cause you talk about neuroscience. So how you, you see those interconnections, how you found those to be interconnected, which, and then we can get into the self-worth part, but just to explain those pieces for people.
1: Absolutely. So I'm right there with them. You know, I was always like what I call a closet manifestor. I think our newsletter is called coming out of the closet because I was in so much shadow that I was into this stuff. And so it was actually really refreshing when I sort of started to figure out just through my own process of being my own student, I guess, or my own experiment, that very little of it actually has to do with spirituality or woo-woo-ness. It's actually really, really formulaic And in a way that we can all understand through just totally basic psychology research and neuroscience. And so what that sort of looks like, like a very great example to show the person who feels very skeptical um, you know, there's there's this whole rhetoric around visualize, just like mm-hmm. make your vision, vision
0: board. boards, yeah. Put yeah.
1: the car there, yeah. you know, and like see yourself. I've ready. got a and Pinterest board of one of those, really. I
0: think, somewhere.
1: Now, yeah, now it's more it's less analog, it's more digital, with a Pinterest board. But I don't know about you if you've ever tried anything of manifestation. But I would be like a waitress at the Laugh Factory on Sunset, making five hundred dollars a week, and like visualizing my house in Malibu. <laughs> and let's <laughs> just say it wasn't coming. You
0: can't get from there to there. You know, Not at all. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so what I did start to realize, and this is just a really great example of it, just through simple neuroscience that and mirror neurons is a great example of it, that when we actually surround ourselves, or just start to find one, I, I, the terminology I use is expander, sort of what I coined. When we find somebody who we identify with, like a very similar background, very similar education level, socioeconomic mm-hmm. background when they have what we want or they're successful in what we want and we spend enough time with them, may it be social media, may it be in person, we actually, through mirror neurons, because the retina is the first processor of the brain and that's what communicates to the subconscious and imprints and creates neural pathways, we see to believe that the same is possible for us. So if we come from really low Mm -hmm. self-worth, like I'll give an example of, you know, an artist, you know, was born into a family of bankers or lawyers and growing up, they could take art classes for hobbies, but, you know, they would never make a career out of that. And, you know, art. You'll that always doesn't be make money. Through. That's not practical. Yeah, exactly. yeah, You'll never be successful, you know, and so you need to go do something practical. Well, you know, when these artists get out of art school and they head into the world and they're making their art and they can't understand why they're not getting ahead, it's because their subconscious imprintation growing up was that, Artists are broke. They struggle. They won't make money. It's not mm-hmm. a real. Business.
0: There's a no problem. validation of the actual work.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so they need to actually surround themselves around mentors or other artists that they identify with to see to believe through their success. They have this aha moment that I call it, where they go, Oh. It is possible. possible.
0: Yeah. So when they surround themselves with what you call an expander, so that is seeing yourself in someone else whose story is similar and background is similar, who has proven that to be untrue.
1: You got it.
0: Okay. I love love that. So it's kind of like the idea of like the five closest people in your life are a reflection of your values. If you want to up level, just go find someone who's already who you want to be
1: you got it and surround yourself around it and, you know, eliminate the things that aren't that that's exactly it. And, you know, it's just so simple. That
0: is simple because then you start to, I guess, on a neurological pathway perspective, you start to, well, mirror from mirror neurons, but you also start to pick up their behavioral tendencies, pick up the patterns of the way they communicate, the way they see the world.
1: You got it. Hmm. Just a simple village. It all goes back to like very primitive. That's why, you know, and this is I mean, this, I think, is off the cusp, but I theorize things often. That's all my brain's doing. And if you look at things like continental Europe and why it developed so quickly compared to, say, like, you know, anywhere else that had indigenous cultures that were very sprawled out and things were very far apart and you had a tiny village, it's not crazy that continental Europe just advanced at a lot of technological things. And, you know, I I wouldn't argue that it was the best thing possible, possible or industrialization, but because it was so um, insular, we were just seeing what the other person was doing and we'd mm. grunt and then create a better tool. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, totally. that's just very, very simple mirror neurons. So there is really kind of a way to justify most of the formula that is actually pretty scientific and truthfully, just very simple psychology. So I actually had this really, really hard time putting this out into the world because I come from like a very conservative small town. My dad's a roper, you know, is for sure Republican. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is not his world. No you're like Republican
0: Dad. Just people. manifest that, and he's like oh,
1: totally. What? Yeah, exactly. And he used to think I was nuts, and so I had a lot of shadow. And I finally kind of he used to, used to, think, to think you're, you're
0: nuts. Myself. Isn't that that oh, you know yeah. that's part of the work though? Is you're sort of you had to do an innate rebellion in order <laughs> to discover and 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 become who you are. You know you, what you're asking of people. You've already done.
1: I have lived through every fucking rock bottom imaginable, like everything I teach I've been through. Um, So yes, exactly. Like I think I very much, if we're going to get woo woo, like I very much believe I chose my family in this, this particular life because I had to learn a lot of things along the way. So I could truly empathize with and understand other people.
0: I love that perspective because I, you know, I say to people often that you either get to choose that you chose your family or you choose that you were just faintly brought into the world, into this space. One really empowers you and the other one doesn't. So you might as well pick the one that empowers you. That you're like, oh, I'm facing all this shit so that I could learn to build some skills, to rise up, to create something that I could teach them You it.
1: I agree entirely. And like really truly what all of this work is, you just touched on it. It's like becoming empowered. And truly more importantly, it's becoming empowered on the subconscious level, which we can kind of talk about the subconscious more but um, yeah, for the skeptic, just to loop that back around, I hear you, I get you, I've been you, I come from you, and I want to tell you too, anything's possible.
0: <laughs> so now that we've sort of debunked the skeptic idea that manifesting is not something like that, it has to be something that's very woo woo, and you should be smoking a joint when you're manifesting, That you can actually, this is actually grounded in science. And People are going, okay, well, if it's grounded in science, what does the science look like? And if we're talking in the context of creating the relationship that someone desires, yeah, so like walk us through that for the people listening who are like, okay, yeah, I want my partner. Tell me how to get my partner.
1: Absolutely. And I think your community will already be so advanced in this. Like I'm talking to a community who really understands because, you know, I think you have very, very similar ideology that I was the person. I get it so well. Like I say, I've been through every rock bottom. I was the dater in Los Angeles, which I would argue Los Angeles and New York or potentially. And I, again, I'll get into this because now I'm very empowered in this with my clients. I empower them as well, but I was like a doormat, right? You know, we just aren't taught the set of rules of how to have self-worth and how to have be expanded and have boundaries and all these great things. But Truthfully, here's what I'll say. Like, sort of the backbone of manifestation is that I've figured out is that I believe if we are going to be a little bit woo woo with the universe, the universe's only intention for us is to just get back into our most whole, worthy, aligned, selves, like authentic selves. And what I mean by that, yeah, and I think you know that's totally your belief system as well. And and so the moment we're born, you know, we're perfect, we're whole. It's not we're not we're conscious. Theoretically speaking, but we're not conscious through experiences yet. However, we don't have anything like shame or pain or embarrassment or you know anything that creates what I call the ego shell, the onion that we put you know all over ourselves. And so, what happens is, let's say when we're calling in our partner, essentially, it's human nature to want more than where we (laughs) are.
0: We're so so selfish, really. We're We're like like, totally. No, just bring me the house in Malibu. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Universe.
1: exactly yeah i'll take that over <laughs> my tiny apartment um and so arguably most likely who somebody is calling in is a bit more whole than where we are right that's just the energetic yeah, station there's sort that, of a
0: stretch you know
1: yeah essentially it's a little bit of a stretch yeah there's a little bit of a gap that we have to grow into grow our worth and that's if you are the type of person who is only receiving an um, emotionally unavailable person after emotionally unavailable or abusive, or, you know, not quite what you want, you know, and there's just aspects of you that you grew up in an environment that modeled back that you're not worthy of what you want mm-hmm. in one capacity or another. So essentially most of the work, I have literally a workshop because I was getting so many clients that would come back when I did do actual sessions with people. And I was like, well, I'll save you from paying me X amount of money and waiting a year on my wait list and I'm gonna make a $68 course.
0: <laughs> That's a much imagine. better idea, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah. I was like, and also it's it's very simple. It takes work, like you know, you know, it takes work of having to really step into your power. That's hard, you're fearful, you're afraid that you'll lose the great things you have or the opportunities coming in. It takes work to Put boundaries together and, and step into your worth, but it's actually quite. Yeah, simple. it is. You know, people and don't so,
0: recognize that like the, just a simple decision can have you in alignment with your self worth, a choice can really put you into you know what some people sure. might call a vibrational space or uh, but I you know I like the idea of using the language for the people who are a little more cynical or don't like the idea of a word vibration that scientifically you're just making a different choice sure. and making a different choice not only reaffirms your self-worth I'm worthy of being respected I'm worthy of waiting out for good things I'm worthy of whatever that at the exact same time you're putting yourself in a very different path of life just literally. You've never been in this position where you made this choice. And so you've changed it.
1: Absolutely. And I think that that, the energetic of that choice, like that's a word I use a lot. And I don't mean that super woo-woo, but I do have the weird gift of being energy, meaning I can just see if this thing happens, that will follow. And that's arguably like anyone who's good at video games could be good at that. You know, you get really skilled at patterns. For instance, I think the energetic of the choice you're talking about is the simplicity of No. And that's all it is. And what I mean by no is no, I'll no longer settle. Like setting a new standard. Yes,
0: only to. A new, and is that the idea of the expanded then? Is that when that new standard is present that you've committed to becoming like, that that is inviting your expansion?
1: Sure, that's an element of it. But the expander component, I think because so many people are quite cerebral or literal, um, you know, it's sort of the dichotomy between the two that, I think giving people the model of like, yo, go out. Uh, Clearly you have not been witnessing models of relationships that really uh, demonstrate what you want. You need to go surround yourself around them because somewhere in your subconscious, you a don't believe you're worthy of commitment. You know, clearly if you're having an emotionally available person coming through and you're not committing to your own emotional availability with yourself, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it's really like being able to go out and see to believe, like re- especially if we come from situations where we had really, you know, terrible family situations and nobody was communicating and you know nobody was whatever. There's so many layers there of what could be going on. Yeah. But
0: well, I like that idea of consuming couples or family systems, putting yourself around them and in them that allow you to feel what it's like to feel yeah, safe and
1: see it. For the to first. feel
0: secure. Yeah. Feel that like what unconditional love really feels like.
1: Absolutely. And it's mind blowing for the people just sitting here, maybe taking inventory who are looking for relationships. That a lot of people, when they sit down to think about it, especially because the work I do in that particular workshop is I take people through hypnosis. And why that's so important because we do manifest through the subconscious. Where when we're in our conscious mind, we don't really we can be like, yeah, I have all the boundaries. I'm totally in my worth. I'm so confident. Like, you know, we can lie to ourselves.
0: We all know those people. Yes, we've been, we've been, those, been people. those people.
1: We are those people in different degrees of our lives still. Because I think the whole journey is into wholeness. But um, it's so fascinating mm-hmm. when you do go under, your subconscious comes forward and your conscious mind goes backwards, and you can see your blocks in about two seconds. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Oh, OK. So maybe, you know, for the person who might be sitting there now, the skeptic who's like, no, I them my parents yeah. were amazing. I, I, witnessed that a minute, <laughs>
0: I started saying that. I remember when I first did the work, I was like, uh, yeah, my family was and amazing. Which most
1: people and believe and if they come from the well, semi-healthy family.
0: Totally. Which was true. And it was healthy. And, <laughs> and you know, there's a big <laughs> and, you know, and my parents are human. And when you can see your parents as the children of parents, it really puts them in a different perspective where you're like, oh, you're allowed to not be perfect. You're allowed to be wounded. You're allowed to be, you know, and I love what you said about like the integration or the understanding, sorry, of your childhood, the understanding of where you come from. And that, you know, as you said, with the generous account of up to, you know, let's say 25, that you're constantly taking in information that says This is what relationships are supposed to be like and feel like and act like. And if you don't take responsibility for those neural pathways, those codings, and really look at them, then how can you change them? I'm wondering how from this, so how would you walk someone through, you know, other than someone taking your course, which I'm sure everyone on here is going to, as soon as they log off, they're going to be like, okay, hook me up. So (laughs) tell me what would that hypnotic thing sort of look like?
1: So essentially, like what ends up do we do is we just pull, we ask your subconscious and we just pull it up. Your subconscious communicates very simply when you get out of the way. And like really great examples, for instance, for the person who may be sitting there and going like, I witnessed really healthy modeling all around yeah. me. It's so wild how we are all so unique and individual. And each one of us is just trying so hard to be safe in our world that's all we're totally doing, like So to
0: protect doing. ourselves from the dissonance of the truth that maybe they weren't perfect is that what you mean
1: or that we could potentially be hurt so like great uh, I'll give you yeah. more variables and examples because i think yeah, that's please. that's one of the biggest reasons why we block ourselves right so great examples um say you're a child who grew up in a home where you had a father that was you know the the highest earner and maybe the mother stayed at home and it just felt like very repressed watching your mom who maybe had a child and didn't follow her dreams. And it was a picture perfect, you know, childhood per se, but you as an ambitious, let's say it's a woman, you know, same sex thing, an ambitious woman uh, you witnessed and you were like, Oh my God, I never want to be that. I don't ever want to be a stay at home mom. And I know mm-hmm. I have big dreams and goals I want to do. It's so simple in a subconscious plane to block ourselves from calling in our partner because we don't ever want to reenact this. And we're just all cruising around in the conscious mind being like, Well, I don't know why a relationship's not coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I've never been in this year What do you
0: mean? I'm a badass independent woman who doesn't need no man, but I don't have one. What the hell? But is I really that...
1: want one. But yeah. all my subconscious is like, nah, that's gonna hold you down. You know, that's <laughs> totally. just one example of like the perfect family where it's like, sure, you might have. But there's so many things that can block us. You know, like I've gone through such an array of clients where and it can be something as simple as growing up, you had a sister or brother who always treated you like you were the worst or you didn't get attention like them. even though everything may have seemed perfect, it blocked you enough where now you're always a sidekick. So you're the best friend of somebody who's very well received and popular and you can't seem to get your own partnership going because they take up that space in your life. And you are still hiding beneath them, and you don't feel mm-hmm. worthy of what you want. There's so many, and that's going to
0: resonate a lot with people. You know this idea of where you subcontract your worth to someone else, and
1: totally
0: you and you they like, take that rule because you give it to them. And you know, you and were
1: just imprinted that growing up, totally. Like, totally. You
0: just fit grow. right into the same story as an adult.
1: Exactly, and that's another beautiful thing for the skeptic is. It is so simple to see your blocks in a lot of ways because we're just continuing to play out. It's just psychology at this point in neuroscience, like let's not even call it manifesting. Like we're just recreating all the same shit that happened from childhood over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, the narratives, right? The identity, what I believe about myself is reflected in every. And even if you're about to get the good thing, you'll find a way to fuck it up you know, oh, to sabotage totally. it to like, make sure that you don't experience dissonance in how you identify and what story's safe, even though the story it, might not even be safe.
1: Totally. And most of them aren't. They're like all so far. It's, it's such just, a mind
0: fuck when we start this stuff, you know, it's like, it's what totally do you mean? Hard. So I'm holding on to a story that's up. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, you actually are. And most of the time, you know, the really, I think to intellectualize it a little bit or get above it is that our subconscious, it's the limbic brain, right? It's mm-hmm. like reptilian, meaning that its only job is when it is imprinting, it's not imprinting like whole concepts or ideas. <laughs> totally. It's just keeping us like
0: Einstein, time. it's like yeah, friggin frog. Just, it's
1: like, a frog. It's literally yeah. a frog. So if something made us like in if we're no. a very sensitive person, say growing up and everything did seem well and perfect, though I know many people everyone's experienced trauma, but many people have experienced you know profound trauma. Yeah. But just the smallest little thing that made us feel shame. That's what it all, like all blocks truly do come down to Mm -hmm. is that shame. We won't be loved for who we are and we're unworthy. Um, The smallest things could have just imprinted. And here's like a great example of somebody who's really afraid to put themselves out there, like let's say in career, and they'll get down there in hypnosis. And then all of a sudden it'll be that fourth grade teacher that was like, you mispronounced that incorrectly. And it made that person just feel shameful. And so silly that now they'll never public speak. And, it's very sometimes very simple yeah. things that we'll never detect in the conscious mind. So that's where I say, like the reptilian brain, you kind of have to go down and work with it because, you know, we're so in our conscious state, in our beta state, we're so advanced and we can intellectualize and understand things. But you kind of have to go work with that toddler, that frog, to be like, okay, man, where's yeah. this thing Like, Can you just.
0: Maybe show up for a second and help us out. yeah I mean I in a lot of the work you know you and I have spoken before so you know in a lot of the work I do it is about uncovering those subconscious narratives, getting to the core beliefs that frame who you are and then transforming them. I never thought of that in the context of manifestation, but I suppose you know that's exactly what it is. I love yeah. you know that i I love that I can use that word now it feels good oh
1: yeah, but
0: yeah so so I, I feel like most people, if not all, have an underlying core belief that they're unworthy. Is that your experience?
1: It's so interesting. And absolutely, because it's very simple, you know, when you deal with the stages of of growth, through the different variables of childhood, we are supposed to experience humbling shame. It's what makes us know that we're not God, that we do have boundaries, Mm -hmm. that we have to do this to be safe. Um, But unfortunately, what that does do when we experience shame is it it does, especially if we experience toxic shame, but even just simple shame, um, that is inhibiting us. And so it is really important to get down there because regardless, it's what keeps us human and not totally hubris unless you know, we have like a real psychological issue of, of narcissism. We do have to go address... The, and, And truthfully, we, if it's in ratio to what we're calling in, Mm. you know, there's some people who are overachievers and they really want to to be the best versions of themselves. Those are the type of people who are going to unblock and unblock and unblock everything they can to have this like crazy flow of magnetism. But for like, let's say somebody who's calling in partnership, it's imperative that where we do, like you're saying, have those narratives of unworthiness, which, um, I see degrees of unworthiness all the time. I, you know, like we've we put out this course called uh, earlier this year called the four pillars of magnetism, because I truthfully actually do have a handful of clients that are profoundly magnetic. They're very different, but they have these like four pillars that are consistent, which I won't really get into, but these are people who, yes, they do have little elements of shame and feeling unworthy, but it's certainly not their underlying, mm. you know, so it's like, like
0: the it's exception like, rather than the come.
1: It is totally. Yeah. And for the most part, I just think where we are in consciousness and society at this point, I think that shame and unworthiness tend to outweigh for the most part worthiness, regardless of when what- we
0: want to consume it too. You know, that's such weird about the human psyche is we want to consume negativity. We want to oh, consume- yeah. Oh yeah, we're
1: obsessed, right? Like look at yeah. the cultures yeah. that like really tune into reality TV and all, you know, like there is an element of drama and excitement. I never
0: understood that. Like that, what was that show? Big Brother? Never I wondered. never, I never <laughs> understood that. I was like, so we're going <laughs> to sit around and watch a bunch of dramatic people, you know, and which I, man, I guess, I guess if we get to focus on someone else's drama, we don't have to deal with their own
1: or we feel, yeah, we form, we feel a little bit more realized. Yeah. We feel that's like true. I will say, though, to the comment, you know, listener who's tuning in right now, a fascinating thing is like one of the ways that I'll have people find expanders. And it's actually really, really successful, especially when it comes to dating. And I'll give a little story about this. Yeah, please. Um, when, we wa- when we're watching TV, we move out of the beta state into the hypnotic state, the theta And so that means that our subconscious is forward. So everything we're witnessing, our brain can't tell the difference between if it's real or not real. So we are creating neural pathways through that when we are zoning out and watching TV. So I'm definitely like, when it comes to my manifestation work and process, I am the absolute opposite of anything anybody's ever learned where it's like, don't, you know, negativity brings what you want. Stay away from negativity and positivity. Not at all. Like in this practice, it's like, welcome your negativity oh my god it's the, like your quickest roadmap to figuring out your blocks you need to work through it, you know what i mean but i will say consuming tv just totally mindlessly you are creating those neural pathways and so if make sure you're intentional about what you're watching is sort of the message on so if you want anything. to
0: create a good relationship you watch like
1: uh yeah watch uh... the whatever the rom-coms the shows and i'll give you a great example of this a Perfect example of this. Yeah, please. Um, This is a fantastic place to find expanders. So if people are out looking for expanders and they're like, I don't have anybody around me that exhibits what I want. I don't have that. You know, I'll be like, cool, go find it in social media, TVs, even better, or movies. And so I had this one particular client who um, she had been single for many, many years. And she was just replaying the programming she grew up with. She grew up on the Upper East Side with a very powerful father who's older. And so, of course, she was replicating that in her dating experiences. And there was, you know, many reasons in her trauma why she was bringing in these older men who are emotionally unavailable so that she could stay safe. And, you know, not plenty have of those out there, it. plenty of people who can connect with that. Yeah, yeah. And then it was really funny when she started to get intentional about manifesting her partner. She really, really got so absorbed in the show. Um, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> she, oh, my God. That's a great show. This- is it I've never actually watched it yeah, all, but really I got good. this call from her one day and she was like, because we're in Los Angeles, she's like, Lacey, I can't even explain this reaction I'm having to one of the guys. on. I don't remember the character's name, but he had like long brown hair. And she was like, it is such an extreme experience that I'm
0: having. <laughs> it's the main character, character for sure. It's okay. For sure. He's like, like a epitome of handsome biker.
1: Oh, there you go. And, yeah. she, and it's so opposite of anything she's ever been with. And she was like, am I supposed to like meet this guy and be with him? And she's beautiful and successful. So it's not crazy that they could meet him. But I did tell her, I'm like, it's actually very unlikely. And this is very common when people have this gut reaction. Like, I don't want to tell anyone, but I am like, kind of think I'm supposed to marry this person.
0: <laughs> I think I what? thought I was supposed to marry uh, Paula Abdul back in the day. So wow, I get that.
1: I mean, I get it like that straight up now tell <laughs> me that was a good song
0: i mean i don't know if you're old enough to know that song but it was fantastic
1: oh, no i am i totally remember it um and so i was like well it's pretty unlikely but what you are experiencing is it's literally your soul is communicating like stop paying attention to all this old programming this is what i want this is what i'm craving and so she was craving like somebody who's creative and has a little bit of darkness and adventurous and younger You know, and so when I Not a senior citizen anymore, not yet, not like senior discounts.
0: Do those count as manifesting abundance
1: or like you know, great parking? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) They could if that's what you're looking for, you know, rock on. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the craziest thing a week later, guess what happens? She's in this cafe in Venice. Well, no. She a guy comes next to her. He's in line, looks identical, rides a bike, all the same things, all the elements, and after out on a date that day we're together. And she was totally at
0: Deus, wasn't she?
1: She was what
0: at Deus motorcycles in Venice. I mean, no, I no.
1: I was thinking, good. man, if
0: you want to find a guy who rides a motorbike, that's a good. Place.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Hang out where they are. Yeah, right? exactly. But it's such a great example to show you, like, how actually powerful and expansive being intentional about what you are watching on TV, seeking expanders through it and also really paying attention when you're having that crazy soul uh, thing. I, I have a story like that. Like when I was single, before I was single, the character, this is so embarrassing, but the character on girls, the show. Oh, um, I love that show. That's funny. Yeah. Which, like which second guy? season. So uh, it was Marnie's boyfriend second way before he became a heroin addict. But like oh, yeah, second yeah, season, yeah. He had the startup and he was like, cool. And, um, I was like, gosh, I want someone like that. And then um, I got really, this is where I had the same moment she had in, um, what was that show? Oh, it's going to totally haunt me. It's uh, It has Killian Murphy and it's on Netflix and they're like kind of gangsters in the 20s in London. Oh, Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders. And I'm like, I'm having such a connection <laughs> with Killian Murphy. Am I You're supposed not. to be with him? <laughs> uh, and no, I was craving darkness and a little bit of a dark past, but somebody who's really... Ah, uh, you know, really only into the person they're in love with, and whatever. Anyways, long story short, when my fiance came through, he had all of those qualities as those characters.
0: He was like so. a gangster from the twenties.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, but I mean, he definitely had his old dark side, <laughs> <for sure. laughs>
0: which added a little mystical. You're like, he's a bit of a badass.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, this is cool. You know, he's reformed. He's a good boy now.
0: <laughs> and you know, it's interesting when we connect with people who have sort of like moved through that part of their life or moved through the integration of, you know, whatever it is, their shadow, their pain, all those things that they often have really good boundaries, you know, and that, you know, I, I talk to people a lot about like the difference between, you know, we're attracted to people who are unavailable, like, you know, I'm for sake of a better word, but like assholes. Or, you know, there's a book that's called Why Women Love Bitches or Why Men Love Bitches.
1: Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, because they're in their power and they're putting themselves first and first, taking care of themselves and having standards. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I think like in one way, we mistake walls for boundaries
1: in those, Absolutely. like we
0: mistake selfishness for self-worth.
1: Absolutely. And so that's
0: an important, I think, distinction for people to recognize, like if you're attracted to unavailable people that um, or people who are sort of like assertive in their power that there's a healthy balance where they can be kind and you know, they don't have to be totally disconnected. So your fiance is clearly that.
1: Oh yeah. And I think it's truly it. The more that we ourselves begin to step into this, it becomes very obvious to us. You know what I mean? Like, like I always say, for instance, when you manifest the person, because I do believe, you know, within my formula, there is a series of tests that come through. That's something that nothing ever (laughs) talked about before. And I started to notice that patterning that before something I'm manifesting was coming through, I would always be tested. And what oh, I mean by that is it's testing to see if you're going to settle for low self-worth again. Totally.
0: Settled, it's always. like you ironing out the old choices, the old vibration, the old, yeah. the old, uh, I don't know. What's the opposite of expanding? Mm.
1: Uh, it would be like contracting. Yeah. I don't know. It would, are you going to contract? You, you know, are you going to contract? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to go back? You know, Which, no, I find um, yeah. that
0: too. You know, with everything, it's like business opportunities relationally. Oh, yeah. Before I met Kylie, same thing. It was like here's someone who's almost
1: exactly and truthfully. Like what's happening there? The universe is like, you sure you and your power totally are you really going to your work? Yeah, are like going how to do powerful are you?
0: Exactly. How strong are you? Sure. Are you ready to receive the thing?
1: Yes. Are you worthy enough? That's a huge thing. Do you feel deserving enough? to receive? Totally. It? That's big.
0: And I think that's you such know? a beautiful thing that relationship does is, as you said, that we sort of invite or create a list of something that's just beyond us. Um, or as you said, sometimes way beyond us, but when it's just beyond us that we really have to grow into it. And in order to grow into it, you have to say no to the things that are not it. And man, that becomes like, for me, I had to find something that was more important to me than my bullshit you know? And, totally. and so when you do this formula, cause of course people are listening, they're like, what the fuck is the formula? Like, yeah, 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 totally. like you're killing me here. So, so, okay. So I'm someone who wants a relationship I come to you. You hypnotize me. We go into my subconscious, we find my narratives okay. and now what?
1: So essentially what's really happening is a finding your subconscious blocks. Like that's huge and key because what we're thinking in our conscious mind doesn't matter as much. Sure. Yeah, but not really um and so it's really teaching how to find the expanders that's humongous clearly if you're someone who's only been dating people that have a very similar pattern of let's say emotional unavailability mm-hmm. you're not expanded on the subconscious level you're not expanded and finding expanders it's so important because when you have that aha moment where you go oh well they have it and if somebody has really low self-worth, this is really good, where they go, Oh, I'm kind of better than them. I can definitely have it too. That's like, you know, you've expanded at that point, even <laughs> though it doesn't seem super PC, but it, we're getting into energetics here. But the moment you've had that aha moment, you've created space in your subconscious for the thing to actually come through. Mm, so
0: you've, so you've like, expanded like, what, I, what you think is possible.
1: Yeah, so you'll that's see what more. actually okay. space. Yeah, that's if you don't have that space, you can be doing all of this work, but it's just going to be orbiting around mm. you. Nothing's coming through. Because your
0: deeper belief is not that, yeah, you, okay, that I okay. can't
1: have that, that that's not possible and especially not possible for me. So that's why the expansion is so, so important. And then it really starts to teach the steps of tests, how to recognize tests, how to navigate tests, because when you're working in manifestation, your words don't matter as much as even though I think they're very important as a human being on the planet, like conscious communication during this process of show. And I'm saying communicating with the universe. So what I mean by that is passing tests. Mm. So I don't mean when you're consciously communicating with the person you're dating or your relationships. I think that's like, far none, you know, very, very important. But when it comes to passing the tests, it is so important that you pass them in the most um, applicable ways possible to how you've settled in the past.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: So, say you're a person who's been dating. Let's say that you're always the accommodating one, and you're always the nice person. And obviously, you teach more eloquent terminology around this, but you're the person who is like, "Oh no, they're going to come around. I'll just be really nice. I'll be a doormat." um i know that they're just thinking about it they might not be ready so we're just kind of friends with benefits right now but we're not committing you know you no, yeah that person kind yeah. of a doormat the doormat the accommodator so the person you... who pretends to
0: want something different than they want yep
1: okay oh uh, exactly yes. i'm not that's more that's eloquent so by the way i'm
0: i just call those people doormats so you're good yes you're good. okay
1: great so, so and i've been a me doormat. too i really understand i have been so. very
0: i have <laughs> heel marks all over my back it's great
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) And to say that's been you and you now started calling in intentionally your partner, like the person you really want to be with, you've figured out your subconscious blocks of where you picked up that doormatty behavior and you found your expander. So now you have space, meaning you've seen the relationships that exist the way you want to. And you actually truly on a subconscious level, believe you're worthy of that. You're going to start receiving tests now. So you're going to have people that start to show up uh, that are very similar to the people you used to date in the past, more obvious tests. You know, they have the red flags, very similar. There may be like the style you really like, and you instantly have to say no mm-hmm. to those. And then they'll become more subtle if you pass them. The universal test the is sneaky. Sometimes. They'll what, be what undercover your... red flags. Undercover, where it's like they seem at first like they really want commitment and that you guys have this crazy chemistry and you know, you don't sleep with them for a certain amount of time, so you like really can actually see clearly, especially if you're a woman, because our brain chemistry is so screwed up after we sleep with someone. Yeah, you
0: guys get fucked so over by oxytocin, that. that's for sure.
1: We really do an attachment right away, so you have to be able to see clearly. <laughs> like that's huge. I don't know if that's a benefit me. for men, actually.
0: <laughs> let's just be clear: we're no, not winning there. A, you know,
1: no men are what we are after sex; they're like that before sex. So
0: yeah, that's it's true. It's like
1: all messy, isn't it? But anyways. Yeah. It's so messy. But just to round that out, um, when you're communicating, passing those tests, your actions mean everything. Your words mean less. Like, yes, of course you can consciously communicate to the people, you know, look, I'm looking for something serious. Thank you. But no, thank you. But then you're like still picking up tests. I mean, you're still picking up texts from them and like calling them and maybe hanging out with them as pals. No No way. You you don't
0: get to do that. I agree agree with (laughs) you. You don't get to play in the gray area of your bullshit. You know, that
1: and all that means is I'm low self-worth and I'm just still trying to hang out. With yeah, you. I'm just <laughs> dancing
0: in the area. Like, if you know, if they're like, i oh, Mark and Lacey, are on my shoulder talking to me right now. We know what the fuck yeah. you're doing. Do not try but, to fuck around easy. with us. I have danced in that, and that person area. Like, knows what you're
1: doing, and they're like, thank you so much. I can have my cake. No, and eat you it can't. Too, all
0: yeah, hand. exactly. Yeah. No one has <laughs> ever had their cake and ate it too. No one has. You know, exactly. and that's you. I don't think you can never exchange. Nothing. You can exchange nothing for something. You know, your agreement totally. always has right. to be that in order to call in this relationship, I agree to live at my highest level of knowledge, to be in my highest state of integrity, to, you know, really transform. And I, I love what you said, cause you do get those tests. You get the most beautiful test with the most abs, the hardest ass, you know, they're going to show up totally. and they're going to be perfectly almost what you want. And it's going to be the most tempting orgasmic thing and, you know, I, I find there too, is where your chemistry and what you're attracted to starts to get reprogrammed to healthy. And so you're actually using okay. what your chemistry is meant to do, which is bring you towards the things that invite your healing.
1: Absolutely. And that's just like simply a great analogy for that is like when you eat a lot of junk food and then you have to start eating healthy and it takes a while, but once your taste buds turn, they only crave healthy food after that. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Our bodies are just, wired that
0: way yeah i agree we have these candies in vancouver i don't know if you guys have them you probably do because you have air one but there are these candies that have like three grams of sugar and it's because they have so much fiber and i'm like really hoping that i hacked the system and i can eat a candy and it's not bad for me but i'm eating a lot of fiber (laughs) you know it's like
1: what what are the candies? i forget
0: what the company is called but man they're so good they do have them in the States. So I have to find. They have like a Swedish fish version, a gummy bear and a soury gummy bear. Ooh. I know. Right. I was like, can candy be good? I don't know. But anyways, that's, I do hear what you're saying. So, okay. So now we've passed the test and then the thing shows up.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Once you truly, truly pass the test and there is this moment that I call a magic dark that will happen. And again, oh, it's just my yeah, I like weird your terminology, weird terminology. But um, when you've passed the test, there tends to be this receding moment before what you want comes through. if you're like really in your manifestation flow and stuff, you don't get them as much. It's much more if you've been settling in the past and you've been working hard to reprogram and Mm. grow yourself worth and pass tests, that's when you you really do get tested. And what goes on there, it's like what I call the darkest before the dawn, the wave has receded and you don't think it's ever going to come back again. And what's really going on energetically, the universe is like, this is the last big test to mm-hmm. make sure, A, you totally trust in me or yourself if you if universe isn't your terminology. You trust in me implicitly. And B, that you trust you're worthy of exactly what you want and you won't settle. And that time can be very tricky to navigate. It's so fun when you do, I call it build your trust muscle through manifestation. Like you manifest enough where you're like, okay, I see how this always works and I know I, I can trust this and I'm good at it. Um, but the magic dark will present itself. And it's an important time to learn about any energetics in mm,
0: that. I love that. And it's, like in, a speed like, bump.
1: it's a total speed bump to be like, are you gonna, are you gonna fall off your bike? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, are, are you, going you to?
0: Are you texting or and biking? You? Are you on Tinder? wanting? Yeah. To, you know? <laughs> I do love that idea. And I think, you know, it's, I talk to people all the time about this idea that we have to get better at saying no to the wrong people faster.
1: Oh my God, Dewey. That and you want to know what? And this is this is like the God's honest truth. If somebody say they're just listening to this and they're like, well, what can I do right this moment to create magnetism? Say no. Watch what happens. Especially the more afraid you are and you say no for what's best for you, what serves you most, watch what little things start to show up right away without literally having to learn Isn't anything. It crazy. You no know is the most Magnetic
0: and I love, from a patterning perspective of manifestation of creating, a, you know, whatever your language is as a listener, is that when you actually make a different choice, you end up in a very different place, in a place you've never been. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what you're capable of. If you, you know, if every Friday you went to the club and danced on a speaker and drank vodka slimes or whatever people drink these days, I'm probably vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> I just totally aged myself <laughs> with a vodka slime, but.
1: I don't even know It's just climate, like, yeah, lime know. juice
0: and vodka and soda or something. I don't uh-huh. know. A lot of sugar in that lime juice. But <laughs> do you drink? No, no. Oh, do I drink? I Not neither. very much. Um, but I used Me to. <laughs> I used to be on that speaker yeah. with a vodka slime. So,
1: but so, I think it's like
0: if you all of a sudden start to do other things as choices on a Friday, you put yourself in a very different place. You know, I had this one client who's like, but I just bang this guy every Thursday. I'm like, first off,
1: so many problems there. Anybody listening who wants to manifest an actual relationship, if you're consciously just wanting hookups, great. But if you want a relationship,
0: exactly, because I was like, first off, it's a Thursday. What are you doing? Giving away a Thursday. If you're going to give away a totally. day, give away like Monday, you know, but yeah, yeah. more importantly is when you're actually there, you're not only sending a very confusing message to yourself, and to the universe, you're also in a totally different place than you could be meeting the person the universe is trying to bring to you.
1: Totally. Absolutely. I think a really important thing to know, too, to give people a lot of hope out there, the moment you create your list, that's generally how I have people call things in. I don't believe in vision boards and things like that. And that just all comes back down to neuroscience again. They're not specific enough for our limbic brains Mm -hmm. to register. But when we get specific, it's, you know, like when we're seeing a picture of somebody who's not us on a beach holding hands with somebody else, our brain just doesn't like the literal aspect of it doesn't register. (laughs) But like, let's say the moment you consciously call in this partner, here's the beautiful thing. And I'm telling you, I'm somebody who has worked with thousands of people at this point, I can tell you this with 100% confidence, your person's already in motion to you. Let that be something that inspires you, you know, so if you can get out of your own way, grow your worth quick enough, unblock and expand and really pass those tests, you know, which I think all of that is very similar to what you teach. It, it, it's it's already in motion. It's really up to you and your worth and your
0: time. Yeah, that, that idea that, you know, you can believe in fate, but fate will not move towards you if you're not moving towards it. You know, the universe isn't going to do the work on its own. Like, you got to show up and do some shit, you know, like.
1: Hundred yeah, percent that's why the spiritual bypass models do not work consistently with big results because nothing's changing you're just if anything they're actually like the most deb- debilitating thing on the planet because you're so afraid if you're not positive or if you're, you feel your feelings or if you work through your feelings that something bad's going to happen well guess what that's why you're still like in the same position that you've always been because nothing's
0: Yeah you tried happening. to skip the work so, you know i just believe yeah, in I'll love you're allowed to be angry actually yeah. that's actually okay you know, you that so encouraged great. transformation, powerful energy. So if you're shifting these underlying core beliefs through the choices you're making, the energetics, the, you know, the passing the test, which are all confirming that you love yourself, which is then inviting in the person that reflects that belief. And then, so in your experience of working with people, and I'm just guessing this is true, is then do they experience like complete transformations in whatever other you know, because I find that usually we sort of have a couple areas that are coupled with that low self-worth. So it could be our body, it could okay. be money. So you said that money and yeah. and relationship are very um, linked. So, so what happens in that? What is the difference? Or is there a different focus they have to do in that action?
1: Well, so money, and I have a workshop just on that as well, because they're, and I'll get really spiritual here. Like when you even look at astrology, for instance, which is actually super, super scientific, venus for instance is a great indicator of like love and money it dictates so much of love and money for a person it's very similar with manifestation and in theory like the energetic to attracting in the love you want is about stepping into your feminine worth like and what i mean by that it's like a worthy commanding energy from your heart essentially it's this um it's just like, nope, I'm not fucking with things that don't serve me, aren't good for me. I'm I'm really, really here for what I want and I deserve it. That's that deserving feminine energy. And money is a deserving masculine energy. It's this energy. And I don't mean this gender specific. I think people are you know, really advanced in this by now that this doesn't mean male or female. They're just two components like yin mm-hmm. and yang that the masculine commanding energy is like, it's kind of why you see CEOs like let's say women CEOs they're they're really in a masculine like state. like they know what they want, how they want what you know it's this energy of commanding that you're worthy of an amount of money. And so with money, like a lot more can go into it in ways. It's a very similar formula, but it's really looking at again the imprintation you picked up in childhood, the communication around money, like was your family first generation? like there's so many mm-hmm. components that, that imply what your subconscious believes is possible for somebody for you financially, and we're talking about somebody who totally comes from nothing. Um, myself and I, I like once you learn the energetics of money, it's just really simple. <laughs> it's like very, very simple. <laughs> but so the way that money and love, it's very often we see people that are broke and single.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's a big
1: reason why they most of the time don't feel deserving and worthy. Of those two energetics of the feminine deservingness and the masculine deservingness. So when you unblock one, you tend to start to really unblock the other.
0: Man, it's like you make it rain.
1: You make it, you can, you totally can. And honestly, <laughs> you're
0: like, damn, I'm getting paid Ann.
1: and I'm in love. Like what's better than those two things in, on the physical plane, at least. But what's so interesting is it's not uncommon to also see very similar patterning and like shitty relationships in your clients or shitty patterning in your dating life, as well as your boss is kind of shitty in the same way, like emotionally unavailable. You know, there's, there's so much connection between who we're attracting um, financially and dating. They're just super interconnected. So where we're blocked in one, we sometimes are very blocked in the other, not always, but for the majority, that tends to be the case for a lot of people. Like they're having to learn their deservingness.
0: Do you find that Because let's say, for example, I did the work, I passed the test, I hit the speed bump, I made through, I get the, I call in a partner, or I call in the job, but let's stay on the subject of a relationship. I get the partner, it doesn't work out, fuck this manifestation shit, you know, like, do you find that, because I find that happens a lot with people, is they get the thing they expected, or thought they wanted, and then it didn't work out the way they wanted, so then they lose hope or trust in the way it works. What do you usually, you know, do you get that a lot? or? Well,
1: I think for the people who do this work, they're so astounded when their list shows up, meaning like weird shit that they asked for from a true core authentic place that they're like, Holy fuck. It's weird to them. It's like magic. They're like, Whoa, this. And so I think that there's a confirmation that happens there. Like, Whoa, I am powerful. I can create what I want, (laughs) but I don't think that they abandon the theory of manifestation stuff very quickly after they've experienced like, oh, well, that's too, it's too like weird and synchronistic. Um, but there are a lot of things to be said. So I'm pretty hippie and I'm Aquarius. So I'm like extra aloof and, uh, non-committal in a lot of ways, meaning like I love freedom, but I don't believe that anyone's your lover, your friend, your enemy. I think everyone's your teacher. I believe that we're all here to, to learn the lessons we need to get into wholeness and, um, so when we do experience that, like let's say we call in something, it's everything on our list. It's going well for a while, and it falls off. Well, guess what? It wasn't your list. A better one's coming in soon. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It was your. I was love expander. that. Expander. That's who came in. It was somebody to expand you for X, Y, and Z. So keep on going because you're going to get something even better next.
0: <laughs> what a great reframe for people of like when it doesn't work out, it's all, I, I live this way where when it doesn't work out, it's always working out. There's always something oh, yeah. greater being invited out, out of me. And when a relationship doesn't work out, pay attention to the things you actually didn't want because you're creating oh, yeah. something greater.
1: Oh, t- a thousand percent. And now you, you've stepped into your worth even more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so
0: don't shrink track. and quit now. You're getting real good at this shit.
1: Yeah, that's what That's I'm like. That's what I think. It's like, now head to second base. Like, keep this going strong. You have a run going, you know? Right. Um, and I
0: think that's the part that when we can trust, right? That, I guess, is, again, what you were saying. This continued trust. Like maybe the relationship that didn't work out is your speed bump or what did you call it? The dark night before the dawn?
1: Magic dark. Yeah. But same thing. Yeah, totally. Well, it's your expander. You know, when I have, here's a great example. People will often have their list show up in a dating circumstance and uh, it'll turn out to be a test. You know, it'll be like every single thing on the list, but they didn't commit or something. And the people are like, oh man, what am I doing wrong? And it's like, wait, you're not doing anything wrong. You received an expander. They're here to show you, hold on, what you want is around and it's coming through, but you really needed to see, to believe that extra inch that it's possible. So it's like, really, that's where understanding the energetics are so important because we're so programmed to believe in this this particular story. And I know it's it's like a gross generalization, but it's like... You know, you're born, you go to school, you go to college, you get into a corporate job that maybe you hate or maybe you love, but most likely it's not what you want to be doing in your passion. You retire and die. That's yeah. like said, or you get married along the way. That's essentially the thing. And you
0: don't stay in love, but you pretend you are.
1: Yeah. But more importantly than all of that, what that programming means to us, it's like, hey, your whole life, don't listen to your intuition, don't tap okay. into like your inner intelligence. Um and so this whole process what you're talking about what I'm talking about it's learning how to reconnect with yourself to listen mm. to yourself to learn you know to how to feel into things and understand them rather than taking things as they are and i don't mean that for people getting lazy about when emotionally
0: unavailable people
1: are coming around where it's like maybe this isn't what it seems no it is what it
0: seems no it's exactly but- <laughs> what it seems
1: <laughs> but for the most part Something like that, like receiving a dating experience that seems to be everything you called in, but it was you're not the right one, or they don't have the full feelings you have. All that was, it's a test and an expander. A you passed it, you walked away, you didn't keep sleeping with them for six months because you really like them. Hopefully, you you know you said, Okay, I Hoping can't. Hoping they would
0: change people. their mind. They never do. I they hate don't. to tell you, they don't. They, do they just not. found someone to hook up with with who doesn't want who wants what they want, even though you're lying. Like,
1: This is not a movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's like the first thing you read in my course. Uh, Drop all programming of Disney movies. This is not a movie. That's (laughs) a good
0: precursor to it. And I, I mean, I really love what you said about as we get to this place that you keep trusting, that you keep expanding, that you keep seeing life as lessons, that you keep seeing that all it's doing is inviting you into more wholeness.
1: Yeah. That's it. And for the person who's sitting there, it's like, oh, my God, wholeness isn't what I'm motivated by because we don't really get motivated by that until we get a true taste of that down the road. But here's the deal. I just want to say, and I think you say this, you know, so clearly is you really never have to settle. You really don't. I mean, you feel like you do, but you don't. If you're motivated by wanting what you want, the things you love, they are totally available to you. And if you grow your worth, you can have them. So look at what you're motivated by. If the wholeness isn't your thing, that's fine. But in the end, you may crave that. Fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. And whatever yeah. you're seeking will bring you there. If It can be a different motivator. You know, even if oh, it totally. is the most connective, expansive relationship, you will be in wholeness to get that. And it will keep inviting your wholeness, whatever that that's looks that. like. Yeah. What a beautiful way to sort of bring is there anything else that people can do and 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 then i want you to you know let people know where to find you but is there anything else sort of like wrap that in a bow
1: what what would be like a great ending note it's just like at the end of the day i just really really want to liberate people from superstition of spiritual bypass that negativity is actually one of your best friends it's a beautiful roadmap to show you where you're blocked and Mm -hmm. that you're deserving and worthy of anything you want i tell people that like i don't i've worked with people from. Third world countries in prison to you, super celebrity. I've worked with the whole gambit. And I can say this wholeheartedly that every single person on the physical plane is deserving and worthy of anything they want simply for being alive. You would not have a body, you would not be on this planet if you weren't here to have what you want. So there's just a whole ton of like shit ton of programming you've picked up along the way that's telling you you don't deserve it or can't have it or can't ever have it. You can. I know this a fact. (laughs) So I just want to say that to anybody listening, um, you're worth it, you're deserving, and you can totally have it. Um, And it's up to you to just do the work.
0: That's it. I totally agree in the idea that you don't have to be the story you were taught. That's like, I know for me, that was the breaking away. That was the bottom. That was the thing was where I finally recognized that I didn't have to do everything I was told I was supposed to do. I couldn't believe I didn't figure that out till I figured it out.
1: But some people don't until they're seventy. Like you just go along the way, continuing with what you know, and that's that's okay. Like we'll have those awakenings more. Yeah. No. Well,
0: and then they think they're too that. old to do the thing, and I'm like, you still got a lot of years. You might as well be an old raisin that's whole.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, we have a whole new section on the blog now because we do put out content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to just educate people on manifestation, and it's called the Wise because it's like, what is up with our like you know youth obsessed culture that many people 45 and above don't feel like they're totally deserving and that they can go and get the career they want or the love that they want oh. or that they can manifest more money. And we're like, fuck that. You guys are way more magnetic than most of us because you're in a, you're at an age where you don't give as much of a shit as
0: we Isn't do. That <laughs> true. It's like the, <laughs> so, if only everyone lived like they do when you get to be, you know, I, I just turned 40, but when people get to awesome. their like 50s and 60s where they're like, I'm too tired to put up with bullshit start that at
1: 20 Totally, that's magnificent yeah
0: like (laughs) as you said the most powerful thing is no because as soon as you say no you invite yes
1: all
0: right so i mean if it's not a fuck yes it's a hell no i like that
1: that's what yeah that's exactly i say it all the time you know whoever coined that thank you
0: yeah i don't know but if you want to put my name beside it i'm totally cool with that (laughs) no, it
1: wasn't me <laughs> Every it's Yeah, post-it. right it's fine.
0: <laughs> um so where do people find you where can they find this delicious thing on because relationships they're for sure going to want to be like all right I mean that four pillar thing all that stuff
1: yeah no absolutely so we have a site which is a blog it's how this all started and it's called to be magnetic.com um, Monday we have a whole thing on the site too that's called the practice or the pathway um, it's basically shows you the areas, the places where you can pick up content all throughout the week, because we're like, this is a practice, like any other thing on the planet, like yoga, like meditation, you have to continue at it and chip away at it until you kind of just live it. So you can go to the site every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have manifestation content and we have a podcast that Totally blew my mind. I'd never even intended to have a podcast. And we sent a survey out to everyone. And we're like, what do you guys want? And they're like a podcast because they hear me on so many and they like binge them. And so we started it and it totally took off. Yeah, you guys are crushing it. Yeah, one of the most popular. So if you guys have not heard Mark's on ours is called the expanded podcast with Lacey Phillips. Um, Marx is still one of the most popular. (laughs) So go listen to that. Um, and then you can find on Instagram, we share a lot of manifestation education.
0: So we'll link everyone out, uh, to all this in the show notes. Is there anything else, uh, for the listeners that you want to share
1: for the person? Like usually when they cruise over for the first time, they're like, ah, where do we start? And so we have a whole start here page on the blog, just cruise there. I have a ton of videos because We have so many workshops that are super affordable. I priced them to the prices I could afford when I was my brokest because I literally just want every person on the planet manifesting. So go to the start here page and it'll walk you through like the workshops, how to go through them based on what you're manifesting. And it'll also tell you how to engage with the content so that you, and honestly, like a great place to start. And I don't say this at all to toot my horn. This is to expand other people and to get them already hyped about it. We have testimonial shares everywhere. Like in our Facebook group, we have a results highlight on our Instagram. And we also have a hashtag where you can read testimonials all throughout. We share one a week at least and on Instagram, we share five, you know, and it. I say that, that it's really cool to engage with those because you start to read them and you're like, holy shit, I can have that. I can do that. I can do that that quickly. Like they're really, really expansive. So if you're someone who's sitting here, that's like, no, I'm the exception to the rule. I can't have what I want. Go read those. So you can see, yep. Anyone can have what they want.
0: I like that. I like that sense of like calling people out to this space of like you can have yeah. everything stop settling for not. Now get that shit out of the yeah. way and start.
1: We deserve yes. it.
0: You deserve well, thank it. you so much for joining me today. I'm thank so you. blessed and appreciative to have you online.
1: I'm so grateful. And um yeah, we have to have you back on one day soon. And you know, later in the year will be great and we'll expand more on some great things. And I'm wishing you, yeah, a wonderful new year.
0: Well, I'm so excited to introduce my audience to you because they can get so much from these. I mean, we have very similar ideas and very similar passions and our language might be slightly different although when you speak you end up integrating the same language so it's perfect um so thank you and everyone go check out lacy and um to be magnetic and her podcast expanded and all those will be in the show notes thanks so much for being here
1: thank you have a great night